It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in. Uh, I had... Uh, hang on a second. I hate this because I got to remember to pull the music down. Welcome in to episode number far too many of Jobbing Out. Far too many is the number. Anyone? Um, Any complaints about all out? Um, well, I definitely there are going to be plenty of those, um, and and you're you're sniffing around it, yes. I mean, <laughs> I was hoping we would do episode forty-eight, which Four. would be the length. Forty-eight weeks would be the length of the um, honeymoon period for AW. Oh, <laughs> all right. I, so specifically, I was saying far too many in that. I was going to look up how many minutes the Matt Hardy thing dragged out on Saturday night, but ultimately the answer is far too many. It's yes. just far too many. Oh, uh, I'm uh, I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster. He is Brandon Linton. Aaron, how's uh, Las Vegas? Las Vegas is good. It's uh, it's interesting getting to know all the little you know the non-strip areas of uh, Las Vegas, but uh, it's been fun so far. Very cool. Very cool. Um, uh, I saw that you poked up at like a wrestling shop or something over the weekend. That... Yeah, the uh, Vegas Fight Shop. Let's check that out. I don't know anything about that. You made it seem like it was a big deal. I knew nothing about it when you posted about it. Is it like yeah, a... it, It's just, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of known. It's You okay. go there. A lot of wrestlers will go there uh, when they're in town and just has a ton and tons of merchandise all right well cool very cool man um so here's the deal um i don't know if we're gonna have a guest this week if we don't we will do our best to keep it shorter we went over two hours last week i never want to do that we will do our best to keep it shorter uh yes there is clearly a lot to discuss um good and bad all over but we'll begin with the fallout from all out which um uh, let me let me go back because i believe the quote came after we taped the show last week and it was Tony Khan doing like a call where, and I, Aaron, do you remember what the exact quote was where he talked about how much better their double or nothing was than WrestleMania? I don't remember the exact quote, but okay. yes, he said double or nothing was better than WrestleMania. And it, but it wasn't. If it was just that, like it wouldn't. It was it, like it was like a like way better. He said, "Yeah." Um, here it is. Sorry, I'm pulling it up. Um, kicked the crap out of WrestleMania. Kicked the crap. Kicked the crap I thought out double or nothing. Kicked the crap out of WrestleMania. I thought it was a much better pay per view. Right now, look, there's there's so much to that that like I I I don't care if if double or nothing was the worst pay per view of all time and WrestleMania was the greatest pay per view of all time. Tony Khan owns AEW, so like of course he's going to say that, and he has every right to say that as anyone does in their own company to try to promote themselves objectively, he's wildly wrong about that. And I mean wildly. And I mean that in every way that you could possibly do this. Even if you think <laughs> Double or Nothing might have been better than WrestleMania, which it wasn't, 
But even if you, with your ability to separate, you know, wanting AEW to be great or not liking WWE or whatever it is, even if you think it was better, it most certainly did not kick the crap out of it. What you might think is that the stadium stampede was so good that yeah. that was, if all you remember about Double or Nothing is that, then you would say that was better than anything that WWE did. Uh, the higher high, I think you could make a reasonable claim. The hi- the higher highs came in Double or Nothing. Maybe I don't even know that I'd agree with that yet. I, I though, still can't. I, I and I, I can't don't find right. anything that touches the Boneyard match. Yeah, I don't know that I would agree that the Stadium Stampede was definitely better than the Boneyard match. I'm and, not definitely, but I, you can reasonably make that. And opinion. and even if you want to say they're comparable, the only reason the Stadium Stampede happens is because they got a chance to see what the Boneyard match was right. and figure out they could do something like that. So it's there's just nothing about that that's and by the way also you know like the the the, the booking decision was far more egregiously bad um, okay. at the end of the stadium stampede match. The moral of the story of all of this being this is absurd, but it speaks to the absurdity of what we're dealing with that we've lost the ability because of our our problems with WWE. We've given AEW a long time to just not be WWE, and that's all that matters. It's the only thing we're going to choose to judge them by, right, is that they're not WWE, and we're going to lie, and we're going to pretend like John Moxley's been the best pro wrestler of the year when he is not. We're going to lie about a lot of things because AEW is just not WWE, and so because it's not, we want it to be really great, and we want to be super excited about it. And at first, I gave Brandon a bunch of shit because Brandon was definitely far more of a mark, and, like, I love WWE, and everybody else is stupid. And I gave it a little while before I fully bought on because at first I actually thought, for the most part, what we were seeing was quite good. And even when the Cody thing went so bad, I was willing to sort of sit back and say, okay, the Cody thing is terrible. I mean, it's, it's an abomination. It's as bad, if not worse, than anything WWE has done outside of maybe Goldberg, right? Like, it's so bad that I have a negative feeling as a whole because it's overwhelming, but if I'm capable of separating, I'm still getting a lot of good otherwise, right? Like, I'm still getting a lot of good, so I'm going to try to ease up on this and not be overwhelmed by it. It has gotten harder and fucking harder for me to do that moving forward. And yes, what, we ha- what happened on Saturday night was so bad that it's, it's even hard to be fair about it, right? It's not their fault that Matt Hardy got hurt, but it sure as fuck is their fault that they didn't end it immediately in that moment. Yep. Like, that's unforgivable that they um, allowed also that the to play Also, the fact that out. they did end it and then let it go I back. I mean, it's, it's absolutely... It, 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 was, it was a clusterfuck. It, it, was, it went further than it should have, it, it but then reeked, I, I thought, oh, okay, well, they, right. Aubrey got a hold of this. It reeked of panicked booking. Where they were like, oh, my God, but we, we said that Matt Hardy would have to leave, and... Um. Oh. Oh. Fuck. What. What do we. What do we do now? Like. Okay. Let's. Who cares? Uh, correct. Right. You. You rewrite that, or you say that he didn't lose. The referee. Yeah. It you, was a no contest. Correct. Boom. It's so easy to do this. This reeked of panic booking, or we were so convinced that this one spot was going to be the thing that everybody was going to be talking about the next day that we better figure out a way to make the spot work. And oh my God, it was. It made me think these people shouldn't be involved in professional wrestling. And it made Wednesday night painful because what the... What was that? Why would you have him come out and talk? My God, that was insane. And to suggest that, like, the big announcement was now I'm going to go after the title. 
what would tell you that, that Matt Hardy should be a man that should be in the title picture right now? I, I'm, I, I can't believe that they would do any of that. And it makes me think they shouldn't be involved in professional wrestling. And again, look, I, WWE has done a lot of things wrong, and every company does a lot of things wrong. And let's not kid ourselves into thinking that's not the case. But how do we not acknowledge that it went from bad to worse to worse during the course of the week? It's insane, and we have to say these things out loud and stop hiding behind the fact that it isn't WWE and pretending like they're doing good things. By the way, this has always been my point, is only that. Not that WWE is that, great. That hasn't, that hasn't been your only point. Yes, point. it has. It has always been my point to counter the fans that are saying that this is so much different and so much better because they don't do X, Y, or Z thing that WWE does. It's always been my point. You can go through every show that you've ridiculed me for saying these things. I've said they've had bad shows. I've said WWE has bad Yeah, but you were, no, you, were, you were more aggressive when it started. You were more aggressive when AEW launched. But I have always said the reason I'm saying these things is because you have to say them because the fans or saying, I'm pointing out the hypocrisy, has always been my point. Is It is hypocritical to say, I don't like WWE because this, this, and this, when this show just did this, 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 and that on Saturday. Um, and it's it's been the case the entire time this company has existed. It's just that they had so much house money that it didn't matter, and it feels like it's starting to run out a little bit. Um and that that's not to say there's only negative things to say about the show. I don't believe that, and I don't think that there's only negative things to say about Dynamite this week, although I don't think last there's week a, was a very there's good a lo- show at all. Hang on. There's a lot of negative things to say about it. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of negative things to say. I'm just saying there's I, I, not I only negative things. Unfortunately, the negative are the tentpole things. Oh, yeah. The, the and, definitely. and that's that's where we are. It's not that we want, you know... I, you guys blame me all the time. I don't want to shit on AEW. I want it to be good. I want to watch both shows. I wouldn't spend my time watching it every week if I just wanted to wanted it to be terrible and fail. I don't want that. I just don't think that what I have been seeing has been what everyone else has been seeing, and I think everyone else is starting so, to catch up. So what me. I would say is I think that you the, the, I think the issue I had is you started to say that before the product actually started. Like there was no until the Cody thing really jumped everything up to the Cody MJF split. Everything was going well. Like they were doing everything. The women's division was doing really well. Uh, Jake Hager was the big surprise at the end of the first episode. I mean, I think yeah, I look that, pretty good in retrospect. No, that's the that's the type the of stuff that I'm. That's, it's bad. the type of stuff that I'm going to disagree with you about. There was nothing wrong with Jake Hager being that guy. Like there still is nothing wrong with that. Jake Hager's great, and Jake Hager should be great, right? Like there, the, these are the things that was unfair. The Cody thing is when it first kicked into overdrive. That like really, it was when co- when COVID and they started feeling their urge to do the Cody thing. So in the before, spring, basically. it was before COVID. This started before COVID. Not, I mean, yes, the, it the, did. The Cody thing, like, yes. I mean, don't forget, Cody lost relatively, not completely clean, because MJF doesn't win completely clean, but he lost decisively in at the end of February. Uh, yeah, that's true. That did happen. Yeah, so so it's it's you know it was really when March April hit when the Cody thing really went to into overdrive. I thought yeah between the beginning of the year and like the end of March, AEW was great. Who did Cody lose to? MJF in February. Yeah, at the yeah, at the pay per view that was in right was Chicago. Correct. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, there were there was a stretch from like December to March where AEW was really kicking on all cylinders, and then yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it felt a shit. And look, even within that, we I, there was still always room to say like, hey, they're not the women's division isn't doing a ton right now, and to say that that can get better. But like again, there's. There's there's nothing wrong with saying something can get better versus being particularly aggressive about it. And this is the difference. Like I'm I don't really want to get into a, a a battle about what what you said and where we are now. Like where we are now is that we can't hide behind it anymore. And it's not just the Cody thing any longer. The Cody thing con- continues to somehow be the biggest problem they face because even when he's not there, they have to remind you that Cody is the star and the most important thing and, and all of this revolves around Cody Rhodes, and never forget that. It was gross. And again, I'm not. it's not as if other companies haven't done gross things like this, but to run a, a have your announcers during the, end, the main event say, make sure you stay tuned for breaking news from Cody Rhodes, and to run a graphic on the screen about it, and then to have it be yeah. a promotion for another show, that's so low rent, I don't even give it WWE territory. Like, that's as low rent as I've ever seen from a major professional wrestling company. Especially especially as you were, you know, that match was largely to be Cody still hurt. You know, he, right, he put yeah. him away. He put him on the shelf. But Cody's fine and he's hosting the show. I mean, it was it was just unthinkably low rent to do that. It's so bad. There's And again, by the way, there's a way to do that that's just not, uh, don't use the words breaking news. Don't use that. Yeah. Don't just don't do that. And again, I get it. It's professional wrestling, and nothing matters. But at some point, you can't just do super low rent shit in the name of but Cody Rhodes. It doesn't work. The idea that you would have fucking Dustin Runnels get the goddamn pin in a pay per view match that overshadowed your secondary belt that should matter and a storyline that you finally seem to be doing something with in the Dark Order is absolutely batshit insane. It's bonkers no one needed dustin runnels to be the one to try to go get the comeuppance for cody rhodes no one is asking for that no one and if they are they're only doing it because they become so sheepish and i'm not using sheepish in the the traditional form that i I got what am i trying to sheeply sheep sheep stanish stanish yeah they become so stanish that whatever you say that that you're doing they're just going to go along with, and that's that. That will end. I promise you that is going to end because this is hot shit. You cannot keep shitting on the actual stars that you should be making in favor of friends of Cody, in favor of people that should be moving on in their professional wrestling career, people that we've liked for some time but aren't really hot at the moment like Matt Hardy, or in favor of uh, Monster of the Week. We can't keep always going back to these things. You, you, you know what's interesting is I think they will get away with it for a while as long as like if the match if the matches are like that match was like because you you can have two th- separate thoughts which is there's no we have no business doing this match, yeah. uh, but it was also a good match. And that's so, the that's the Dustin Runnels problem to me because yeah. and we were saying this towards the end of his WWE run when they let him wrestle when they let him go he was still a really damn good wrestler. It's fine, but, but for what purpose? Yeah, for what? no, 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 no. right. Thing. But but like I let think, him be a I good think, wrestler. Unfortunately, like you said, the the people who will let Cody do whatever and are fine with it and won't criticize it, 
can say I think what's going to happen where where the carts already sort of started coming loose, but where it's going to really come loose and the horses are going to go wild is when it's like Matt Cardona or um, Matt Hardy or someone who can't have that caliber of a match and and it's exposed by the booking, not just being bad, but the matches being bad too, because we do know that this audience, you know, can sort of be smoke and mirrored as long as the matches are good. Right. Um, and, and I, there is something to be said about that too, because the other company will do this and have a bad match on top of it. So, um, I, I, you know, I think for now they'll get away with this and maybe can correct it. And if they become self-aware at some point, but I think where it's really going to be, the fans are going to turn on it is if you do what this is and then the matches are shitty. I, I think they'll get away with it if the matches are like I, they were Wednesday. I, I don't Maybe. I'm like, not saying they should. I just maybe think that's I, who this crowd I, is. I would say it's twofold, right? Like, was there, was any, was there anything particularly offensive about having a, a good wrestling match Wednesday? No, but... It absolutely shouldn't be the main event of your Wednesday card. Um, there's there's just no... And it feels like they did that just to go into the Cody announcement, well, which and, was and even right, worse. Well, right. and, and that's the problem with it, is that it wasn't a match between Dustin Rhodes and Brody Lee. It was a match about Brody Lee beating up Cody, and Dustin Rhodes just happened to be the Avenger. And, 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 it and also, so we can keep talking about Cody so he can yeah, announce correct. the show. And, 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 that's the, and that's the problem with it. To, to me, in a bubble, having, you know, as much as I don't like Dustin Rhodes getting a title match, having him, you know, lose a title match in this way, not the worst thing, but the fact that it was about Cody is the problem. And that's the point. But it goes, and, it, and everything, it, all of this, the, the, just to have this one match is fine, but it required six other tentacles off of it, which is you didn't have a TNT championship match at your pay-per-view. It required, um, you know, the, the Scorpio Sky, who should be the guy that you, like, actually care about in this process, being reduced to a sideshow. It required a... Of, to a friend of Cody. Correct. That's who he is now. Correct, which is a sideshow. I mean, it requires him to be nothing more than just a guy who's who who's nameless, faceless, could be anyone. Um, it required the Dark Order, who should be looking dominant at the moment, to lose a match when they've got literally a hundred people in their group and they should never fucking lose a match. Um, it required all of these insane elements to get to this point. It's wildly offensive. The entire process should be vastly offensive to any professional wrestling fan. Brandon, to your point, to essentially the end just being to have Cody Rhodes announce that he's going to be in some you know low rent show with with Snoop Dogg. Like, and and the shame of it is, it's clear this is the purpose of all of this. The purposes of all of this is that they are trying to justify Cody Rhodes as being a media star as being more significant than he actually is. In order to do that, they had to make him the center of the universe on their TV show. They had to show he's the guy. He's our star. And that justifies, all right, fine, we'll put him on this other show that we're doing on TNT. Fine, I guess. We'll let him you know, do this thing. And it's all so low rent that we should be embarrassed by it. And as professional wrestling fans, we should step up and say, no, this is the shit they did that we told you we didn't like. That's the reason why we wanted you to exist, is because they were doing this shit. You shouldn't be trying to be that. It's fucking embarrassing, man. It's it's Is it piling on to also mention that it seems a little absurd that they're obsessed with 
like obsessed with giving Dustin Rhodes these matches where he has like 18 false finishes and um, Canadian destroyers and moonsaults and things, but that Brody Lee kicked the shit out of Cody Rhodes in three minutes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's you it know, is it's, very inconsistent it's, booking. Well, it's it's honestly, it's the inconsistent booking was the squash match. Like they don't do squash match because we we've seen this. It's not just Dustin Rhodes. It's everybody. Every person gets a ten minute match. But like, I think someone would point out to me that that's a good thing, it's, right? It's, that we okay, we're all like on this. Why are we doing this with Cody? And then they went out and squashed him. But it's almost like the reverse, which is by doing that, they still accentuate the issue <laughs> like this is still has to be the special thing right like the special I mean, it, look i'm i'll give you that it adds to it right like it's not even at the top of my it's not at the top of my list but it adds to it's it in the middle it's, it's just a little yeah, note <laughs> it, it it adds to how bad all of this is right like it it's just yeah and and it's and it's just one more on the list right like we haven't even touched on like i honest to god Matt Seidel's botch, which is all anybody wanted to talk about, is like the twelfth most offensive thing to me. It, it, <laughs> like, it's not even I'm offensive. not offended it by happened. that at all. Like, right. it, it botches occur. That happens in wrestling. Yeah. Correct. How like, many times has that guy done whatever to perfection? It's gonna happen. Like, I'm zero. Yeah, I am zero. On a sweaty night like that. That it, oh, it's it, a funny thing. It's a botchamania thing. Yeah, it's correct. Not it does nothing for me. Um, it, didn't, it didn't do it on purpose. Like it wasn't a planned. No, like if they planned no, that so that not. they could turn it into a story, yeah, it's terrible. But obviously, a guy makes a mistake. Like that's going to happen. It wasn't. And maybe this segues into something else. It wasn't an inherently stupid spot, or it wasn't something that no one should do. It's something that the guy's done a hundred thousand times. It's a regular wrestling move. It happens. There's so, other things now, that now, shouldn't okay. have been tried. So, so what shouldn't have been tried? The Matt Hardy stuff. Oh, okay. Well, Obviously yeah, all right, fine. That. That's what we're going back to. I, I didn't know if we were going back to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I look, mean, look I, I think, well, I think and, everybody and go, is almost 100% in agreement that it was bad, it was handled badly, it was handled by Connell everywhere bad. Like, everything about it was bad. Everything about it was bad, including, and this is the part that I can't escape from. Like, everything about the execution of it proved to be horrendous. But it makes it no less offensive that you had a program with Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara, and you decided that in that program, Matt Hardy was the one that you needed to elevate. Yes. That, that part of it gets lost in all of this because everything was such a disaster that we forget that even if it had gone off in whatever way that we wanted it to go, they ultimately decided that in a Matt Hardy-Sammy Guevara program, the guy that needed the rub was Matt fucking Hardy. That's and, insane. And he also has a thousand identities, so it doesn't mean he has to leave the company if he loses. Well, I mean, we and look, I, we, that we, was, we went, we we went, went that through that last week, that right? Like, I, I don't, I don't. You never needed to make that part of the story. Like, you never needed to have Matt right. Hardy put his career at stake, well, right? You could start with that. After the promo we saw on Wednesday, and then going back, I know we've all been distracted by you know what actually went down but if you just like like Glenn is saying if you just put in if you just visualize what should have went down and then couple that with what we heard Wednesday they clearly are building him to a yes, championship match of they some they kind. decided that this program that they were going to have Matt Hardy work with Sammy Guevara for the purpose of getting Matt Hardy over and moving yes. him towards the championship picture which is it's nuts it's 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 bad shit and goes back to the same problem we've been talking about for some time 
but also inherently doesn't work unless I mean I, we can get to it down the road and maybe we'll get to it in a minute. I, it just it's it's insane. Matt Hardy can always be in your championship picture. You Matt Hardy. It does not matter what he does. He's Matt Hardy. If you feel the desire for desire for him to be in a championship picture, and I don't know why you would, you can just put him in there. He doesn't have to do anything in order to get there. He, he's not Chris Jericho, but he's a half notch below. Correct. Yeah, or he can just win one of these random whatever one it is. Contender he's, matches. He's, you do he's all always yeah. He's always credible as a threat because he's Matt Hardy. Like that's that's yes. the reality of it. You didn't need to do this program in order to elevate Matt right. Hardy. But Sammy Guevara, and again, we can have a conversation about whether or not perhaps they are, if if you are backing off of Sammy Guevara as being a star that you've created because of the thing that happened and unearthing his comments about Sasha Banks, right? If you're backing off of that, that's your right. But it's the same thing that we'll talk about with the, the Velveteen Dream situation. Don't put him in the program then. Yeah, if they were going to do that, they should have just fired him. I mean, or or whatever, or relegated him to being in a tag team or something. I don't. Yeah, and, and that's the way I would have done it. I wouldn't necessarily. I, I do think there is. First of all, I think there's a big difference between Sammy and Velveteen Dream. Yes. And, and, yeah. And uh, but well, I, I think I, the I, other I, thing I'm is boy, like, it, right, I'm okay with kind of having him on TV and not then kind of spinning his wheels just kind of to reset for a few months. So whether you call it a punishment, however you do it. But yes, if you put him in a high profile match like this. It's not a punishment to put him in a high-profile match and then lose. Yeah, that's bad. That just hurts the character. That's it. Right. Um, I, the and, punishment was the punishment. Like we don't need. Yes, this. and that's yeah, exactly. And to me, that's the the true thing is that I don't think. And again, if you don't want to push him into a title picture right now, fine, one hundred percent fine with that. But there's a there's a big div, a big. Uh, Big golf. Yes, there should be room between those two things. Like, he could work with Orange Cassidy next or something along those lines, right? Like, there's a million things that you can do in the meantime. But there's no world in which... Jungle Boy. What's that? Jungle Boy, sure, right, absolutely. Jungle Boy, someone like that. Absolutely, but there's a million... Like The the notion that you would ever book a Matt Hardy-Sammy Guevara program and say to yourself, and what we really need to do with this is get Matt Hardy over is... I mean, so out there, I don't know what we're doing. Like, what is this in the professional wrestling world? I, I, th- that's that's WCW. <laughs> like, There's a lot of WCW a ton over of the it. past yes. 10 days. A ton days. of it. A ton of it. Um, the MJF thing, I, I'm here's what I'm going to choose to do, right? I'm going to choose to do this, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to regret this. I'm going to choose... <laughs> To say that they're going to burn Lance Archer in the next two weeks. They've already announced the match. It's I think it's week. Is next no, week. No, it's not. It's October 14th. It's October 14th. Oh, right. The, it's the, the anniversary they're, they're, show. Yeah, they're doing the anniversary show. So it won't be two weeks. When is the pay-per-view? One, one month. When is? Uh, end, of, end of November. End of November. Okay, so this still works. I'm going to choose to believe that they will burn Lance Archer by October 14th, and they will immediately fix this problem afterwards. And it's, it's, to be clear, it's a problem. They done fucked up. But I'm going to choose to believe that that's what they're going to do, and they're going to fix this by, after burning the Lance Archer thing, going right back to MJF and making sure that he wins in November. I'm going to choose to believe that they can't, they, they just can't keep getting everything so wrong 
that they take a problem and make it worse. I, I'm going to choose to believe that. Now, that's probably a mistake for me to choose to believe it, but I'm going to choose to believe it for right now because at least there appears to be a path to fixing this problem that they created for no particular reason. My God, it's exactly what we said it was. Who's... it? Like, in what world is MJF the bad guy after Saturday night? Like... <laughs> In what you guys, world? You guys picked on me when I said. Well, hold on. You said you said he was going to get disqualified. No, and I keep said the he's going to retain the title somehow. And you guys put in my no, mouth. No, you. Wait, no, that you he said would purposely MJF was use the paradigm shift to get DQ'd in front of the ref. I said I just say that he retains somehow. You said MJF wins, but, but we, made, we made the same. We made that, the that same. That was my problem. I didn't say the words was, MJF wins. I said. 50-50, I don't know, and you made me choose. Yeah, so because, I said, I'm just going to say Moxley retains the belt somehow. Yes, because and that's... That he uses the move. I did say that. That's, But that's, again, that's how the show works. We make picks. <laughs> that's right. not that's not new. Like, we weren't bad guys because we made you make a pick. That's no, the way I'm not saying you're bad goes. guys. I'm, I'm, I'm just explaining but, but, that I but, never used but the, the point words that, MJF. Well, no, but you, you, did, you did go into, well, do we know what happens if he uses the right, move? Exactly, because you get yeah, exactly. DQ'd and retained that way. And that was what I... This... Again, not good, but far less offensive to it me was, than It was getting not as bad as that, but I was dancing yes. around it. I just had the feeling that with them saying that he couldn't use the move, but offering no ramifications, that it was in play. But the, point, but the point that I made last week still stands, which is mm -hmm. you got to kick the, Mark Sterling's ass. Yeah. You got what you wanted out of the deal. You made a deal. And you got to demolish someone who, in kayfabe, is not a professional wrestler. Yes. And then you cheated. There's my, my, and my point was last week that they think that John Moxley's character can get away with this kind of stuff. And I've always thought that this and, is and the my, issue. It's, it's less his, offensive and, on the John Moxley well, and, side. And to, to be fair, the way they portrayed it where... It wasn't just him using it. It was MJF was trying to cheat, and yeah, it was kicked, just he like, kicked him they, in the balls, right? Like, like they did it in a way to protect him as much as possible in this but, case. But it's still unnecessary. No, and, and that I agree with one hundred percent. Like this like, is you're, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. I'm going to do this. But like you're you're the, you're trying to jump telling the story that he can't win without using that move, which is kind of absurd. Of a story to tell. In a little way, it's that, but it's 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 also like at some point you have to address the plot points here. You agreed to this. Yeah. You didn't have to. That nobody forced you to not use the paradigm shift. You said I won't use it if I get to kick this guy's ass, and then you did. You got to kick his ass. Th this so is. I didn't text either of you about this specific thing because. I was the dumb one this week that said, okay, I'm going to give them credit and they're going to clean this up on Wednesday. Like it, i.e. MJF shows up, says, you know, yeah. this, I have this contract here, blah, blah, blah. And then they do something. I'm not going to say what, because it's, I don't love titles being in the bands and things like that. Right. I'm just saying the story could have played out. They did zero. Nothing. <laughs> they didn't address <laughs> it. It's like, his first line alluded to that. It did seem, I thought, I 100% I agree with Glenn that coming out of Saturday, I thought that was going to be the exact path. But now they're doing the Wardlow thing, uh, which is it's, very it's, worrying. It, it, it's insane. Like, this is insane. It, what like, we're dealing from with. from his tweets, I thought, okay, we'll clean this up Wednesday. I'm not going to say anything about this until 
Wednesday plays out, but they did nothing Wednesday except have Moxley cut a promo on Lance Archer, which felt like okay, we're just moving on. That's exactly like, they what? they moved on to an MJF Wardlow thing, and they moved. They had both of them move on. So you want to tell me that MJF is obsessed, obsessed with this and and being the champion and you know cutting the Cody Rhodes promo and pretending it was about John Moxley and the whole deal. But now after like someone who is, is walking around with an attorney at all times gets screwed out of the deal that he agreed to, he just doesn't give a shit? Well, he did say, again, he said it. He, he said, said it. Hey, I'm going to get my attorney to, you know, to get what's mine. And then he just moved on. Correct. Like, there was one sentence in there. It was very weird. And the, the, it doesn't work. These right. char- It does not work for this character. Do you know what it played? It played like? It played like his Cody lines or, you know, Sean Spears mentioned, he could, like, it's like, oh, they don't like these guys, but we're doing this now. You know, it's it, like, it, right. They, and it, they do tend to do things like that. And again, the reason why I'm hoping is because it's the only way that I can justify any of this. It feels like it's more important to you that you drag this out with John Moxley for a few more months, whether it's because you were able to get PWI to put him on, you know, their cover, whatever the reason is, it was more important to you to drag it out with John Moxley for a few months. And like you also had, you wanted to introduce the Lance Archer thing, so you're trying to do all the mental gymnastics to make this work, to pull off all of these things that you want to accomplish, and still hopefully tie it up eventually, which isn't okay, but makes it less offensive if it ends up being the case. As long as that's what you do, as long as you continue to have MJF recognize that that happened over the next few weeks. Let let John Mox. God, I wish it wasn't fucking six weeks. Jesus Christ! Like, do you think somebody in the room got too cute and said they want him to win on election week because of? Uh, uh, I don't I because think, of all the campaign stuff that he's if, been doing. If I'm that, that doing pay per views election week, yeah, pay per views election I'm, week. So that's I'm not the end of November. To, that's that's early November. Yeah, November seventh. Oh no, I'm looking at last. Oh no, that's this year's date, November seventh. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is it okay? So it's it's according to Wikipedia. Uh, who knows if that's correct, but it yeah. says November 7, 2020. If I'm giving them as much credit as possible, here's the thing I can frame. Again, I don't necessarily know that they're doing it, nor do I necessarily think they're doing this, but here's what, how I can frame it. You have MJF win this time, and, you know, not that it's bad for his character, but, you know, it's the slimy, he only won because of the paradigm shift thing. Now, if you have him win it, you know, you have him lose this way and then win it in November all of a sudden it starts his reign off on a little bit more of a credible note. So you can make the case that it could end up making him a stronger champion if he wins it in November. Now, I don't know that they're thinking about it that way, but if I want to give them credit, and, that's and, kind of and, how I and as long it. And like I said, as long as that's what they do, as long as the, the scenario that we're presenting is what they do, it will be far less offensive. But you still have t- loose ends that you're not tying up in the process because you're prioritizing what you want to get to instead of prioritizing what you're actually doing. Um, it will not be the end of the world. But all of these things still didn't need to happen, right? Like, you didn't need to do the thing with the paradigm shift for this match. You didn't need to do that. That was not necessary. There were any number of ways that, that John Moxley could have won that match. Instead, you made him cheat. Like, plain and simple. You made the face cheat in the process. And I get it. what you're saying, Brandon, is that, like, you think that John Moxley is kind of fringy and, like, you know, he's supposed to be sort of a badass. I don't care about anything. And so, like, you can try to make that within, like, his character to justify it. But you didn't have to do it. It's 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 sort of like you made a mess 
and then just didn't want to clean it up. And instead, you're prioritizing, well, like, um, you know, ultimately, if we clean it up eventually, it'll be fine, right? Well, people still have to visit your house in the weeks before you ultimately clean it up. And there's yeah. a lot that you didn't clean up well, in the process. I, I will tell you what that was. That was 100% a Dean Ambrose finish. Um, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It's, it's I mean, it, with the wait, shrug well, at the end. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, was yeah. that's become the meme. It, that's 100%. And, and I think I think if you go back a few months, I said I was concerned that this was the guy that they would they would book him like that. That he would he would he turns into Dean Ambrose essentially, like the exact thing, the exact kind of champion he was in WWE, which was this. Um, I, I here's what I would tell you: I would worry that inherently that ultimately part of this is his is is himself. Um, yeah. That that part of the reason why the characters end up going this way is like, and I, I'm only basing this off of watching like fucking Total Divas and shit like that. Like it's who he is. But but everything we know is he is goofy. Like that's yeah. that's that's sort of part of 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 who he is as a person. And I think it's difficult for that not to come out in these characters. And it's one thing to say, hey, Dean Ambrose was too goofy. We we can't have him be that. But like I don't know inherently that like john moxley can be just like a badass i don't i mean we, we have seen it in other promotions it's been a while again, i hear it's, you it's not one that he's getting on tv every, every single week, week right and, and, and on social media and, and the whole deal man can i ask you guys one more question before we move on to something else um because we didn't really talk a ton about the go home show either and i thought there was something i saw on that show that it's kind of a nitpick, but it's it made me wonder if anyone else had this thought. Did you guys think in the lead up to this match and maybe even throughout the match itself that they even kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they didn't really stay true to the MJF character either. Like, I felt like his character kind of like, you know. Is he the guy that's gonna? Is he a tough guy? You know, is that is that is that part of this character they want it, that we want to? I, I'm having trouble. Basically, the, you're, you're saying is he credible or is he just a slimy heel? Is that kind of what you're getting at? Not, not credible. That's see, that's the word I don't want to use because he he's well, credible. Right, he's definitely. Um, I think that you're, what you're walking down is like, is he intimidating or is he? Yeah, like right. is he biting he's, bloody wounds? Like I don't think he's, he's Ric Flair. Guy. I think I, I think he I think the best comparison is he's kind of Ric Flair, where Ric Flair largely uh hid behind his guy but when he had the advantage he did get aggressive but would he Wait, bite a bloody wound would he i i, I don't know about the bite a bloody barbed wound. wire bet not that, that he did that but it seemed like they were trying to open us up to the fact that mjf can be a john moxley type and i i just don't buy that and and, and i'm not buying the, the the performer's ability to do that i don't buy it within the character that you have portrayed so far i i think he it was a weird of, left turn to me yeah, see, it, again it's kind of a nitpick not a big deal but yeah I, I i think he's basically his character is you know he's he's not a tough guy but in a situation where you know his lackey beat a guy down he can act like a tough guy but and like, that's kind of trying his to say was the story that they were telling because if this is the story they're telling i think there's an issue with it if the story they were telling was and i think the announcer said something like this at one point mjf 
you know, had to go down this, had to make himself more like Moxley to defeat Moxley. He had to enter this part. To me, that is a face thing. Yeah, that, I, that I don't not think that's heel. the story. Well, they definitely said it. And they definitely did things to support that with him, uh, ma- you know, bloodying him and wiping the blood on his face. And, um, you know, did it, is he the one that bit the wound or licked the wound or somebody licked a wound? I can't remember who, if it was him or Moxley, um, which really grossed me out. Uh, maybe it was Moxley, which plays into his character a little better. But I, I don't want to spend too much time on this. I just, I felt like it was a thing that, didn't go with what they have shown us. Not that the, the the guy isn't capable of doing whatever. I think he's a fabulous performer, and I he's probably capable of things we don't even we can't even think of right now. Um, but it just it was a little off to me. Um, you know, I hear you. I would, I would, I and I do think there's there's a line between the two, but I would need to watch that unfold in the co- next couple of weeks. I. I think it might. Well, I, I think, and I think they only did it for the match. I, I, and that's that's part of. Well, the, I don't know if like, that's the case. Or if, about it. I or, think they just did that. Well, for that I would match. disagree. I, or if, if he fights him again, maybe it'll well, come I, out. But again. But I also but. think that when you're trying to put him into a program with Wardlow, and you're looking at Wardlow as uh, being someone yeah. who's far more physically imposing, um, that you might need to have a more sadistic side of you, um, in order to make it seem as you know, like part of the story of MJF is he's got Wardlow. Well, if you're about to take Wardlow away from him. How how does he win now? Like you you got to show that a little bit. How is he credible if he's not just the guy that uses his sidekick to underhandedly and dastardly do things? Like you do have to do that a little bit. So um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out over the course of the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, it's it's it's. It, I keep talking about low rent. I cannot get over how low rent. I know we've talked about it a million times, so I'm not gonna. But it's uh, you have a pay per view in a women's championship match. And literally within two seconds of each other, you have two different announcers saying different names. I just fucking, it is embarrassing beyond embarrassing that you don't know the name of your women's champion. It's so embarrassing, it shouldn't exist. More embarrassing is that they thought, like, I, they taped the Britt Baker Big Swole thing and oh, said, God. we should put this on the pay-per-view instead of hiding it on the pre-show. What was that? Hold on. Not only did they say that they should put it on the pay-per-view, yeah, they, they said this they should lead be first. It, They led the pay-per-view <laughs> with it. Um, atrocious. Like, like, oh, and real bad. And 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 atrocious. And I, and I wanted to see this, by the way. Right, like, and that's and that's that, that's how bad this this was. This was like I was giving it. Um, I was giving it some rope for like. A minute and a half. And specifically, that's the problem, Brandon. The problem is Britt Baker's been one of the best things you've had going for a long time, and you've made her desirable. And I get, like, the story is that physically she's not ready to wrestle yet. And I understand that, like, when somebody's hot, you're trying to capitalize it on some way, and if she can't wrestle yet, you're trying to come up with a creative way to do it. Then you needed to lean on the absurd more during the course of this. This was... Nothing. This wasn't anything that you did with this and makes me not want more of it. You you accomplish the opposite in the process. I have no more interest in this. I don't walk out of it interested in what Britt Baker's doing. I don't walk out of it thinking that Big Swole's accomplished something. I walk out of it saying, burn all of this with a fire. This was atrocious. It, it was atrocious, but I will say this. 
I think because I, I'm not as I, I'm not going to go for, as far as to say as I don't want to see what Britt Baker does next week. I will tell you, I think it hurt Big Swole tremendously. I, I here's what I'd say. I think our confidence in Britt Baker makes is is what you're leaning back on. Like Britt Baker's too good for it to really yeah. hurt her all that much. But what I would say is, if she can't wrestle next week, then what? Like, well, that's I, why she lost. But I, I maybe, but I do think this did nothing for Big Swole. Right. I mean, th- there was a couple rough moves that where they tried to do some semblance of a wrestling move that didn't look good at all. I mean, it's it just, and the, I mean, uh, what's her name? Reba, her whole, it was atrocious. I mean, it's not even worth breaking down. It's bad. It's just bad. In yeah. fact, I wait, let me say this. There was a moment at the beginning where I was like, oh, this might be aw- like awesomely hilarious, I, but I terrible, the, the but con- in a good way. Whenever but, she, but the concept, um, all of it up until it happened, was a really good idea. No, I mean when she appeared, like the part where she appeared, like a horror movie. I was like, okay, this might be cool. Like, it might be one of those like so bad it's good kind of things. It was not. No. <laughs> and then, the, and then the diploma. I think the first time yeah. I realized, uh oh, was the diploma hit that didn't really hit, and yeah. she couldn't put any force behind it because she couldn't really move that well. I mean, yeah. there was just nothing there. It was it was just nothing. And you pre-taped it and had the ability to say, "Oh, this isn't any good. We 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 gotta, you know, we we tried. It was worth the effort." And either bag it all together, which I know is tricky, or at, at least hide it in the pre-show. As I said, they they did the opposite, which is not, not only did they do that, didn't they make a big deal about it? Like, didn't Tony Khan go on Twitter and oh, say, like, no doubt, like, well, it, because because the response before people knew what it was right. was, how can you but have he this knew match what on the pre-show? <laughs> and that's the problem is he was reacting to the people who don't know, right, right. right. Whereas the people that did know should have been stepping in and saying, no, dude, no, we don't. This is bad. This is really bad, and that's what it ended up being. But other than that, I can't wait for Tony Khan to tell me about how much better it was than SummerSlam. I, other than all of these things, I can't wait. And I'm not, by the way, I don't even think SummerSlam was all that great. But like, right. wait, th- can I? Can I, I? I need to. I need to do one of my bits about the Dark Order real quick. Okay. Um, did you watch the pre-show? Everybody see the pre-show? I did not actually. I actually did not. Yeah. You did it. Okay. So I don't know. I, I'm sorry, I can't tell you who the members of the Dark Order were that fought Private of Party. Of course you can't, right. But goddamn, they're good. Who, whoever was in the Dark Order that fought Private Party in the pre-show had a hell of a match and lost. <laughs> and lost. And I don't know what we're doing. What, what, like, Why? Why well, is that happening? I like Private Party a lot. Like, you know what I mean? I'm no, all, oh, it was, it, was Reynolds, it was Reynolds and Silver. Dude, they're fucking the match. Yes, you have to watch the match. These guys well, I, are I mean, unbelievable. I've seen they're good. They're very, very good. The Beaver Boys. They're great. I, I didn't even know who they were. I was, I, you know, I went in that match thinking I'll make my food or whatever while this match is on. I sat there and watched the whole match because it was fantastic. And those two guys are really good. And I, but they're just you know, guys in the dark order, I guess. And and I before we you know go on to something else, the one thing I meant to say earlier that scares me about this whole Brody, um, Dustin, whatever the hell we're doing right now mess, um, is it feels like to me that the guy to eventually take the title or have a feud for the title is going to be worse than we thought. 
we thought it was going to be Matt Cardona, and it looks like it's going to be Colt Cabana. Yeah, look, I don't know if I don't I don't know that I would I don't think I would agree that that's worse than Cardona, but it ain't better. Like, I mean, it's, well, this is the guy everyone thought was going to be an announcer. And and it, it, right, it, but and, but Colt Cabana, uh, like we're not going to dismiss. He's Colt good, Cabana. by the way. Like we're not going like to do Colt that. Cabana. Colt Cabana. I just don't a, understand that. That that that's feels like we're telling this story. I don't. Of, I don't know if that's a program. Like I, I I think they might do it at some point, but I don't know if that's going to prove to be a program. Well, for, I mean, they certainly are teasing a storyline. They are. Where it's like he lost the match, and then he wouldn't even let him go in the ring on Wednesday. Uh, during the celebration, and it, he never really acts heel as part of Dark I, Order. I, no, he's I just like, you. yeah, right. we're he's winning just matches, sort of along for the ride, and it's fun. He's right. the confused face, right? Yes. Correct, correct. Um, which is apparently also what Hangman Page is. After we, you know, we <laughs> talked about that last week. That's, that's what they're doing. Clearly, it's, it, it's it, and it'll it'll be fine because the performers are all fine. But yeah. it's just I, that so that one I'm not quite as concerned about because no. I, there's a very easy fix on it. You you play the sympathy card with him and you play it hard in a week or two. You have him come out, you cut a monologue, and it's a very easy way to frame it that you know the elite always treated him like shit, like that caused his insecurities. Like you really but play it, but the sympathy but card, and it just, can work because Adam Page is. But good again, to do it, it requires you to have not been paying attention to anything they've been doing. Doing yeah, because months. unfortunately he was the dickhead. Yes. And he was acting like an asshole. Well, the whole but, time. but you can you can say I was an asshole. But I was asked because these guys belittled me. They confused they me. They, they made my no. They did well. Here's here's where they did it. They did it on being the elite, and that's Fuck one that. of the problems. Yeah, do that. Not, yeah, yeah that, that's one of the that problems. They they've, also, they've also done like completely breaking kayfabe things on yeah. being I, the elite. I mean, the whole. I mean, full gear last year. The whole pay per view was a thing about how they were ribbing him because he looked so crappy when he wasn't wearing. You know, basically that he wasn't wearing a shirt. Like, that was the whole th- bit about Full Gear. I mean, they should have probably done that on TV at some point if they were going yeah. oh, to use I, I that with the storyline. It, it just doesn't, you it, know. like, this is the problem. The, and it's it goes back to what I talked about with why, you know, it was so offensive that Cody was getting pushed after he lost to MJF and MJF was just sitting around doing nothing. Like, you, you are doing this. You are making television. You've got a TV show every week, and you're, you're talking about how well it's it's rated. That should matter. It should matter at some point. And what you do should be reflective of it. And anyway, here we are. All right, um, we'll move on from AEW as 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 it wait, was. Wait, 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 wait. There's Ooh. one more thing we have to talk about about AEW. Oh, the Jericho. Yeah, sure. Sorry. No, 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 no. Miro. Miro. Oh, right, Miro. That is that's the one positive that comes out of all of it. But I mean, like, I have no interest in him hanging around with Kip Sabian. Like, that's. I, I don't. I don't I'm, think. Well, Actually, first of all, it could be good, but I don't think it's lasting long. I think that was just a way to introduce him. But honestly. I, but honest to God, it's a lame way of introducing him. It's a super lame yeah. way of introducing him. Agreed. You, I've got two. I've got two thoughts about it. I agree with you that it's a lame way to introduce him, and his music literally says the best man over and over again. So I'm not so sure this is short lived. Um, although he, he turns on him and his just catchphrase is that he's the best man. I was going to say, man. he's the best man. I don't That's think that has to do I, I love, but, I actually love the know. best man, but we didn't, nobody, we had all forgotten that Kip Sabian was alive until a few days ago. To suddenly make it seem like it's a big deal that Kip Sabian is introducing his best man is, is again, offensive because yes. nobody gave a shit about that. No one was, cared who Kip Sabian's best man was. He was at the side was. of the ring for Penelope Ford matches the that last means, couple like, times we saw I will say this. I like Kip Sabian. I do too. I think that I'm going to withhold judgment for a couple of weeks because 
I think the dynamic between these two guys could be fun. Um, but it's it's a big nothing burger right now. It seems weird and doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. But let's see. You know, I, I'm also I love Rusev and, and or this, Miro, and that's and I'm he's going to get some rope from me. And this know? is so. this is what we go back to. I'm all in. I, of course, I love Miro. Of course, I do. And you know, in a million years, I'll never understand how someone who literally checks every box didn't make it work but in a way that's why the glass ceiling line didn't didn't hit with me right like yeah well that, everybody has to do their fuck wwe promo which is whatever and, and I'm that, not I'm, it's about it. right i'm not i'm exactly. not really offended by it that can't be his character. but this one uniquely just didn't like i was like dude like the, the glass ceiling thing makes sense for a million people that might have like that might want to say something about wwe it doesn't really work for you. No, like, I disagree. I disagree with that because we're talking about how he checks every box and yet he wasn't given that. You know, he was the most over guy at WrestleMania but, in New but, Orleans. But there's, but and there's, they never capitalized that, on it. So he, in some that, ways, it does work. To compare that to no, I'm, I'm not saying it's it's, it's the, the other worst, guys, but that that's are cutting like that promo. The, well, sure, but he at wrote the same on a time, fucking to say, tank to WrestleMania. To say that, you know, the, the using the brass ring comment, like he grabbed the brass ring and they didn't do anything after he grabbed the brass ring. So that that was a fair comment. I disagree. I, I, like I did. I, here's what but. I disagree with. I that's supposed to rally. Like it's supposed to make a point, right? The 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 Miro thing is so individual. Like if it was that, hey, guys like me can't succeed in WWE, then we can all get on board with that, right? Like yeah. this is why you had to come here because there's a real problem there. This one is more. We don't understand it. Like, we'll never understand it in our lives, like, why it didn't work. But it's it, you're not going to rally behind the notion of guys like me couldn't succeed in WWE. No, uniquely just you for some reason. Like, you were the only one person that looks like you and does that that didn't ultimately end up achieving those things in WWE. It's, it's a company of one. I don't know that that's something that you want to draw attention to. Because if anything, it makes you wonder why he was the only one. Now, also, we don't know this for sure, but in in, in theory, the only reason he was removed from TV was because he he let them know he wanted to be released or whatever. However, his contract ended. He was in the main event of Raw for like three months. No, I get <laughs> yeah. that it was a great program, but he was in the main event of Raw. That's for true. Months. Yeah, and I, I think by that point we're at the oh my god, this guy was the mover person in the company. And you didn't do anything with him. But, like, I, but we're, we're but, already kind but, of realizing but the, you wrote. But him there's off. a better way no, of we, saying we that. We talked about that being great for a while on this show. It, there, well, but yes, but it was great because of him, not because he was put in a good position. Yeah, I mean, like, there's like, a difference. The, like, there. the, like, here's again, there's a better way of saying what it is that you're trying to say, right? Like, it's not glass ceiling. Like, the glass ceiling thing is like, we've prevented all women from being able to accomplish something. Right. He does not right. fit a group that didn't accomplish something. It's just him. And so if in that promo, his fuck you to WWE was, it was somehow related to you wanted to make me be a side, you know, like whatever you want to say, that's fine. But glass ceiling does not fit in okay. any way the Rusev story. It also doesn't help when you walk into a fucking wedding angle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the other, re- which is why yeah. I think that it has. This has to be like a one week thing just to introduce him as a bit. But but it like goes it's back. It's not to, a full thing because like, that would be so weird. But it fact, goes back I think to I remember uh, either reading something or like hearing a podcast or we talked about it. I don't know. They all meld together. Somebody literally said, I hope it's not Rusev. 
Like someone literally said that when Kip Sabat uh, announced well, we didn't, we didn't that he was going to well, we, say yeah. his best man. I heard somebody, but we didn't. Literally we didn't get say, to talk about I it. Hope it's not. We Rusev. didn't get to talk about it because they literally forced this through in the span of four days uh, since yeah, the last time we say, recorded it. Was, it. No, it was, it it was Sunday. Saturday. Yeah, it was on Sunday. Right. So it wasn't us. Like it wasn't. Right. Oh, it, right, right, right. Right. It wasn't us because we hadn't done a show since this became a thing, which is why it was a lame way to introduce him. Now, did I want? Did I want him to be the? As we talked about. If I would have introduced him in the the Battle Royal, I wouldn't have had him win it, but I feel differently about Rusev than I feel, or Miro, than I feel about a lot of people because he's a legitimate star. Like, he is a rock star anywhere he is. Don't screw this one up. And I'm nervous about that because of how they introduced him. Like, that either... What, What would have been so wrong about putting him in the Battle Royal and him and Brian Cage eliminating each other and then going and fighting or, each other for a couple of weeks. anything. Or have immediately put him into a relevant program but just a, but just by having someone come out and, and talk about... Put him Jericho, by the way. That, yeah. That's the answer. It, it, whatever you want to do, do it. But I, this was lame. I mean, it was a lame way to introduce somebody that I'm super excited about otherwise. Um, and yes, the Orange Cassidy Jericho thing. I'm. It's. It was not a great match. That's a bummer, right? Like I wanted more from it. It was fine. Um, we got the picture we wanted at the end, right? Yeah. Like it was fine. Jericho laying. It, it was a comedy match between two comedy guys, though. It didn't have. But that it, and much that's the thing. It didn't. It just didn't have enough to make me say okay. But it was yeah. at least. It was just kind of nothing. Um, but how did you guys take the intro to Dynamite? The the two of them, MJF and Jericho. Yeah. Was that just um, a ha ha for this, or is that like a tease for something? I've, I, you know, they've teased an MJF Jericho thing before, right? Like, like from, from the very beginning, I feel like they've always had kind of aligned interests. And, and I think in in a way, they're they're sort of, and I, what I'll give them credit for is, I think the reason they've always done it is they've kind of danced to the idea that MJF kind of is Chris Jericho, yes. right? Yeah. Like, yes. which which in a in a wink wink not nudge nudge way, I've always been cool with them doing stuff like this to remind it. I've always thought it might be smart to have them do a buddy cop thing at some point and 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 maybe if ultimately you want MJF to be a face after you know you guys talked about that earlier like after he wins the belt, you know like maybe you introduce a thing where like Jericho works with him for a little while and they're dastardly together but ultimately that can't work because you know Jericho has to have all the attention and so then you put the two of them into a program down the road, and that helps turn MJF face. I. Maybe. It was curious to me they kicked off the show with this. Like I think we we should keep our eye on on on, on mean, this uh, issue. Ma- maybe, but it's weeks. not. It's I just don't not think you f- kick off your show for just a, a nothing. Maybe, but I just think they've done it's. If it had been the first time they had done it, I would probably feel more about that. I think it was a a, a funny bit. I thought it was, oh, it was an entertaining great. way to start yeah. the show, and I thought it fed into other things. I think that there's a a joke that they've been telling you behind the scenes that these these are the same guy, and yeah. and I kind of appreciate I kind of appreciate them reviving that joke um, because it feels like it has been since like last December then that they really did anything with that. So right, right after Full Gear, right? Mm, Whenever um, yes, yes. It, wasn't he like yeah you. You know, F. Cody. Right, right. It, it was that whole. It was. Thing. It was. And it went, they sort of teasing that he might join the inner circle. Correct. And correct. Exactly yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that, when that Wardlow was, was we, introduced. Right. Exactly. We yeah. thought that he might be joining it, but then Wardlow came in, and then we realized, okay, it is going to be two separate groups here. All right. Now, 
uh, on to WWE from the for the week. Uh, Brandon, let's uh, you can talk about um, how they brought back the the quarterly brand uh, competition thing, <laughs> which everybody totally knew was still a thing and totally makes sense. And and we definitely it's it's a very logical thing that they're doing right now. So so you knew that that's what I was talking oh, I 100% about. When I sent knew you a that, text yes, that said one hundred percent knew. Okay, <laughs> so I sent Glenn a text that said okay. They did something minor, but it's it's offensive and minor, considering the fact that in six to eight weeks, I don't know if you guys heard, there's this pay-per-view called Survivor Series. It's Well, I don't know if you guys know this. It's the one time all year when all Raw year. and SmackDown superstars and maybe NXT uh, would face off with each other. It's the one time all year where something like that might occur. Except next week on Raw when the Street Profits are going to fight Cesaro. It's and the Nakamura. one time all what year. What the fuck are we doing? I mean, <laughs> what are we doing? You can do this match. You don't have to do it next week. To me, I know why they're doing it. Glenn, to go ahead and help. No, I mean they're 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 doing it because the ratings suck and because Monday Night no, Football's no, next week. Yeah, yes, like that they are up against Monday Night Football and for the first time, right? And they're panicked now. Why this is the thing you do? That like if if this right. is the only card you have for going up against Monday Night Football, I got bad news. You're gonna get your <laughs> ass kicked. Like this is not going to change anything. Um, it doesn't mean like I, in no world do I have a problem with this match. Like cool it's an exciting match I'm, it's gonna be fun but no it, it sto- there's no storyline reason and even the big picture reason doesn't really work like the big picture reason would be the reason why you would like somehow try to justify Roman Reigns showing up on Raw like you know if, if, if that's what you're worried about is it's about Monday Night Football we gotta do something well like try to figure out how you get Roman Reigns on the show and go from there this no offense to these guys who again I love but if you think Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura being in a match on Raw is going to drastically change your ratings, you probably haven't been paying attention to the ratings of SmackDown all that well. <laughs> no, it's it, it's actually a scarier um, point of view. Like, maybe the idea is, okay, this is like a smarky kind of match. So at least the people who were going to watch anyway won't turn the channel. And that is a really fucking dire uh, try, try, perspective. Just, just trying to gr- keep whatever audience you keep can. Keep whoever was going to watch it anyway from checking the scores and getting sucked away by the Steeler or the Titan game or whatever. And um, it feels like to me that, I mean, I can't remember who it is, but somebody always criticizes them for sometimes just playing to the base instead of trying to expand their audience. This is a total playing to the base match. This is a, okay, people who like wrestling who are going to be like on a football game, but wondering what's going on on raw. They're going to care about this. The people you need to watch this aren't ever going to fucking change it to raw. Unless like you said, it's stone cold. Steve Austin shows up or Roman reigns shows up or something. That's much more. This is the week when Brock Lesnar comes back. Yes, uh, correct. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, You know, consequential. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is going to be a really good match. Um, and I think that, you know, if I, if I'm, if I'm watching, you know, if, if I couldn't DVR raw and it, this was, you know, 1993 and I'm watching the Steeler game, I would flick back and forth to see like, Oh, okay. I love these guys or right, whatever. Right. But like, I mean, in this day and age where I can tape raw, I'm never turning it no matter what you put on the show, unless you literally put something that you and the two of you and I are going to be like freaking out about 
I'm not changing it. <laughs> oh, correct. I mean, and it is part of the problem. Like, like WWE is not like sports in that way. It's just not. Like, I get that it's it's adjacent enough. They've been able to convince networks that people might watch live, but when something that actually is live and that the outcome isn't predetermined, like I'm just, it, unless you're in the art, the ardent of most hardcore fans, you're just not going to choose the, to watch that live over something else in which the outcome is not predetermined. It's like the, if you told me Roman Reigns was fighting Drew McIntyre at the beginning of Raw for the titles. I would probably watch that. Yeah, line. I still wouldn't. <laughs> like, Outside of that, yeah. I don't know what you could find. I I still wouldn't because I would assume that that would have that it would be what they did the night after WrestleMania and that there wasn't well, going to like. And that's why and that's why this is worse to me is that I'm assuming that's what I'm kind of going into. I'm assuming that there's going to be a non-finish of some kind. Well, is it even? Title, it's not a so championship match. Then, right. then why am I watching it? Right. It's yeah. just it's it, just it, a unless fun they match. change it. They did not say it was for the titles, uh, uh, which which makes even the point even worse. Like okay, there's, so uh, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a cool match, but it's not anything I have to watch yeah, live. There's, there's it goes no back to what I was saying. I think they're just playing to the people who might change the channel which is a but that's me really like that that's the thing is like i have found myself flipping around a little bit at times during monday night football but this isn't the match that's going to make me say oh my god you're like too inside i'm talking about like actual fan you you know what i'm not that you're not a fan do you know what i'm saying i i I see what you're saying but yes i mean i just i don't like i love concerts but i work in the concert business you can't you can't use my behavior to Mimic a yeah. fan, like a, I, I don't know who you're, who you're really appealing to, who you're keeping or not keeping. Either they're staying on and watching it anyways, or they're turning this matches and changing their minds. Um, and and it's not just this match; there are other things, right? There's a women's title match, or is it a tag title, tag team title match? There's there there are a few matches that they've announced. Um, let's see if I can find this. Is it Dominic again? Against Seth. Yeah, but I mean, like, but in fairness, they announce matches. It's it, like they actually do this fairly frequently. Yeah, but the matches were like a little bit better. It's it's Oscar versus Mickey. Yeah, for the title. Okay, that's not gonna do anything. Um, I can't remember what the other match is. Is that it? I thought there was another one. I, I think those are the only two announced right now. I could be wrong, but okay. Look, I mean, I'm in favor of announcing matches in general. I think that's a good thing. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't have anything else to say about. It. I really don't, man. Like, I, it's fine because I like the street. I, I'll be excited to watch these two teams in a in a generic wrestling match whenever I get around to watching Raw next week. But no, I'm most certainly not going to be watching it live. This would not impact in that in any way. And I genuinely don't know what could happen on Raw that would get me to watch it live. And maybe I'm the wrong person, right? The ultimate answer is, like, I'm not 50-50. I'm going to watch football because I play fantasy yeah. football. And it's, I'm, it's not there, – there's nothing that could happen that would sway this. Football is going to be what I'm going to watch, and I will watch Raw whenever I watch it. Are there more people that are 50-50 that they're fighting for? Maybe. Um, is this what's going to sway them? I don't think so. I don't know what it would be that would sway them. I, I don't, and that's just the reality of it. And frankly, I, whatever it might be, I certainly don't think it's capable of happening in the COVID era. Um, like, if, if next week was the week that Adam Cole was making his debut on Raw, which is, I, I think, within reason, right? Like, we could say within reason that Adam Cole, after what happened this week, could perhaps, like, be moving on. 
I think there are people that would tune in for that, right? Like, I think there are people that might say, hey, if I know Adam Cole showing up, if it like, if it's seven o'clock, I start, you know, seeing rumblings and they leak it out to somebody that Adam Cole's going to be on the show. Yeah, I think there might be a handful of people that would that would get them to choose to tune in at that point. But you know, it's very few. There's very few things that I think they can do that would get some sort of movement in in that world. Um, all right, so so because we're on Raw, we we continue to have no idea what Retribution or Raw Underground are. But I mean, that's just I don't know if we're ever going to get that. Retribution cuts a promo. You know, that's clearly something they should have been doing three weeks ago. Like, we are definitely very much on the I don't care about this side of the retribution. Like, you had your chance. You didn't do anything with it. And now I just kind of don't care because you're not telling me why I should. They just cut sort of a vague promo. And, like, so we heard their voices now. And and that's different than what they did before. But it's still not a thing. It's still and not, it wasn't like a particularly compelling pro. Either. It was yes, it was generic rambling. Like that's all it was. And it, it does seem like, you know, we talked about was it last week that when they had the one beat down and the they had like what is it five or six people stand there and pose. It seems to be like that is the core group now that was in this promo. Um, but it's I still, guess. but it still doesn't guarantee that that's who's gonna be in the group, well, of, of right? Of course not. Like, but it's a little more consistent. It seems like we had is it five or is it six people? I think it's five people that stood on the apron. It seemed like the same five people were standing in this promo. Right, but it would be more relevant if they were declaring that to you. At least if they were declaring that to you, then you yeah. could say they did something. They're still not doing like, anything. We have retribution and then there's other dozen guys are our well, followers. And, right. and I also I also am concerned. So yes, the promo was random uh, stuff, but they did say a couple things in the promo that concerned me. One is using superstars. Yes, that's one of them. The other thing is that they now I know we've assumed this. However, considering who we think is in this group, this is very problematic. So they say that they are people who WWE has like cast aside or whatever. That's like they said something to, to that effect. Like the you know this is the company that screwed us over in, in so many words. Um, if that's the case, it can't be fucking Mia Yim and Dominic Jajakovic. And like, how does that make any goddamn no, sense? You can, it, because you can say that like, they didn't win titles. Like, you know, I mean, I, I get, they were given every opportunity to do so. Yeah, I mean, not I on WWE television. On Don't forget NXT, NXT does NXT does not exist when it comes it to, to SmackDown. But it doesn't. It never has, and it probably never will. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. He's I mean, not... it does exist now. They bring it up. They tell. They sometimes was they the, do. Was they the very, NXT championship? They champion. They, they very specifically about pick and choose, and, and they don't do it as if to. What they don't do is they don't say like, "Here's why this person um, is is deserving of." It's a very strange way in which they acknowledge it or don't acknowledge it, right? Like they they just. They have not decided that NXT. I guess the best okay, way to say it. Here's is, the thing. Then it's even worse if if let's take Aaron's uh, assessment as 100 percent correct. It's even worse then because then there's these people you've never fucking seen ever. Well, you can. You, 
I'm going to. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing this because I'm so out on this. I know you're going to defend it by saying the no, no, no. We I'm not on, go- we weren't given a chance to be on TV and, and blah blah blah. And, and I think that's what weird. they're going to say. They're going to say we were signed months ago and you've done nothing with us. You forgot about us. You put us on the scrap heap. So this is the the action we had to take. That's what they can do. It would be it wouldn't be good, but that's what they can do. Uh, look, I I don't. Boy, I I don't want to defend them and I don't want to. Right. Like, I what I would say is. I just think this is such a generic promo that I'm not reading into any of it, right? Like, I, I don't know that this is a storyline, and I'm just dismissive of the whole thing because it just feels like what all of this has been and what all of the reporting has told us it is, which is this doesn't exist for any reason. That and they don't know who's really in the group and like, their ideas everyone change who's the week re- Everybody who's reported yeah, on this yeah, has been yeah. completely I don't consistent. know. See, here's the thing. I think their ideas changing at the week by the week is giving them too much credit. I don't think they ever had idea. I don't think that they're, I, I, again, our no, understanding. No, when I say ideas changing by the week, I mean what they're going to literally do on the show and no further I, I, I don't, that. right, yeah, I don't know that they have any idea. So, so every ounce of reporting that has been done dates back to the same week that Retribution and Raw Underground both happened being nothing more than, in a panic, Vince McMahon slightly before the show saying, let's just do this. With no thought, with no purpose, with no nothing. And that the weeks that have followed have been about how do we make this still exist versus how do we make this work? That all of the work has been, let's just get through doing Retribution again this week. Or let's just get through doing Raw Underground again this week. Or whatever it's going to be. And again, this ties into the thing that we didn't want to talk about, which is the, the plausibility that that's the only reason why there was a pay-per-view the week following it. They just There was literally no reason other than, we're in a panic, hell, let's just do this now. That nothing matters. I can't escape from that. Everybody who's reported about it suggests that's exactly what this is. Is that it's the, the, all of it's nothing, and everything we've seen on TV has suggested that as well. And it continues week after week after week. This has no purpose. There is no reason for it. We're just doing it. We still, a month and a half later, have Shane McMahon just yelling Raw Underground a hundred times every week. There's nothing. And we got there. like a we got like a a 45 minute MMA fight between uh, Kevin Owens and Alistair Black. Like even like, the, even if, the if co- you were to believe what they showed, they were fighting for like yes, like, for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> they can't go that long in the the ring, but on Raw Underground, where everything else is 30 seconds long, suddenly <laughs> it, this is insane. <laughs> and, and and this is, like, to, the, to their credit, the, the people that just want AEW to be good because it's not this, like, I get it. The bar's really low. The bar is, don't do Raw Underground. <laughs> and and then we think you're better. But, like, it, it works. We have to. It's all shit. And it doesn't need to be shit. I don't, look, I never thought there was you were going to get much of anywhere with Raw Underground. As I said, it was unoffensive because it was at least just giving you a different room. And, at the end of the day, you're still in a different room, right? Like when you had Drew McIntyre attack Randy Orton, it was it was something else to look at. Be- being in a different room was way more important before you had the Thunderdome, too. Correct. It was also that's a very good point. It was also far more important before you had a Thunderdome to try to go into a different room. Um, but but it, you're getting nowhere, and it's like retribute. You could make both of these things go away, and there would be nothing. You wouldn't have to tie anything up. If next week on TV there was no retribution and no raw underground, it would require you to do no work to explain why they weren't there anymore. 
nothing would be problematic coming out of it. The Kevin Owens, Alistair Black thing existed, like, it was almost weird they pulled it into Raw Underground, right? Like, there's nothing that you've got to do work from from there, and nothing good is coming from it. So, where do we go now? Yeah, I mean, the dumbest thing about that is this should have just been a match. Like, yes. But, and that's like, why do they want to do it? We still don't know that. No. No, I mean, we know why they wanted to beat the shit out of each other. Right, but, we but don't why know do they want to beat the shit to be out of each other? Why did you have to go to exactly. another room to do it? Why couldn't you have done it in the room where everybody else beats the shit out of each other? Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it really made me laugh, like, to the point where, like, when it kept, when they kept going back and they were still fighting, I, I almost thought it was like a joke at that point. You and, know, but, like, but, hey, let's, let's right. see how long we can make it but, seem but like these fairness, guys are fighting back. It actually, it did become more offensive because in the process it required you to address and thank god they didn't do go even a step worth worse than this but it required you to address the fact that there's no reason why we should like shane mcmahon either <laughs> like it required you to address yeah, that yeah, yeah, in the process right. had to, uh, he had to go him. to the door and it, look it would have been way worse if they had kevin owens like just be like hey buddy good to see you like that would have been worse than what they did but even in the bare minimum, by doing this there, you had to address the fact that, like, there's no reason for Kevin Owens to like Shane McMahon. There's no reason for any of us to like Shane McMahon. Why would any of us want Ke- Shane Kevin McMahon? Kevin Owens, the reason Shane McMahon disappeared for a while. I mean, like, it, it's this is insane. Like, the, the, he's not given us anything. Like, the notion that we like Shane McMahon, McMahon now because he gave us Raw Underground. Well, we don't know that we like Raw Underground. Like, Wait, hold on. Did Shane McMahon le- uh, lose a Loser Leaves WWE yeah. match? Or a Loser Leaves something match. Oh, my God. To Kevin so, Owens. So Kevin yeah. Owens should have been like, why are you allowed to be here? I mean, like, yeah. it, it's... No, it might have... To be fair, it might have been SmackDown. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I do think that's what it might have been. Um, but still, they hated... He was the last person we saw Shane McMahon fighting with before he came back yeah, to Raw. He should have punched him in the face. Right. He should, <laughs> he should hate the guy. And, and again, it's a reminder of we really like Kevin Owens. We don't like Shane McMahon, and you haven't told us why we should. All you've done is have him be sweaty and scream Raw Underground at us for a few weeks. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's like claiming that you know putting on a Yankees hat is a personality trait. There's, there's, you have not given us any reason to like Shane McMahon through any of this. All you've done has made him annoyingly scream out the same words because he's got nothing to offer here because he doesn't know what this is either. He gave it to us and doesn't know what it is. Here's my Christmas present to you. Well, what is it? I don't know. Well, he, he also accidentally tried to stop matches before they were over, like, oh, yeah, three different too. times. That, too. I mean, I guess, if anything, we, we shouldn't like him. But we don't know if that's offensive either, because we don't know if we want the matches to continue, because we still don't know what any of this is. It's insane. Oh. What did you think um, about the introduction of uh, Peyton Royce as a solo competitor? I thought it was the wrong... Like, I thought, like, if you're going to do this, don't... Imme- that, that felt... Again, like it was it weird, was, right? It just like that. Th- that felt like it should be Billy managing Peyton going forward, right? That I, I like. If you if the story is about Peyton Royce and that's the reason why you're doing all of this, then what you did is you had a moment where Billy has no purpose being, you know, like she has no purpose to be a singles competitor. Like that, I, I, I it was bad. I didn't like that. I didn't like it at all. Um, but again, I don't. I didn't need the iconics to split either. Like, this is what we talked about. Like, none of us needed that. And you could have just had Peyton Royce 
be a singles performer while also being but, a part of the Iconics. But at least here's the thing. If you wanted to use it and you wanted to use it as a Peyton character chain, chain yes, where she's more vicious kick, now, have you could have Billy positioned Kay's it that way where she beat the crap out of Billy have her beat the crap. And, and that, would that was my no doubt. problem with it. I thought she should have beat her up Of, course, of course she should To have. me, if they don't do that next week, that means they're pushing her as a face, which I think is a mistake. Um, I would. She wasn't I, particularly faceish, though. It was just like they didn't want to break up. Yeah, it was just all really sad. It was just all really yeah. sad to look at. Um, let's let's go because again, I don't want to go too far uh, overboard with this week. Um, uh, we do have I a new ending. What's that? I was gonna say let's let's talk really quick. SmackDown. I oh, okay. as much as I complained about Raw, SmackDown was very good this week. Um, yes, SmackDown's been pretty good. Look, you know, I I I am good with I, I I guess what I would say is is um. I didn't love doing the bait and switch, right? Like, I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with just having Jey Uso in the match to begin with, if that's where you were going. Um, no, I'm fine with it because I think it, it gets us to a story point with Big E that is a manufactured but well-manufactured way to um, to get people behind him as a, as a bigger star. Here's here's what I liked about it is that it gives it a chance where okay he, presumably he comes back he goes after Sheamus because Sheamus right. comes after him and then it's he can go after the shot that he should have had Correct. before okay. and it, it really creates a big story a, a this should have been me this you know yep. this is my moment story for Biggie I thought it worked uh, me too I, I, I guess here's um boy. You're, you this the story that you, you, you want to tell is the bloodline story right and I get that. For now. But it and, and, and yeah, for, for a temporary, because, you know, we don't believe that Roman Reigns is losing the title anytime no. soon. So oh, he's he's going to murder. He's going to bloody what I And, and it requires you to do this, a match where I know the result, at least give me an interesting way to present it. And this is it. And what I would but, say by is. By the way, I'm not 100% convinced that we're even going to make it to Clash of Champions with this match. Um, I, I, I think it. I think it's. Po- I'm not saying they won't. I'm saying it's possible that. He murders him before that. Maybe, but I don't know what the purpose of that would be. Like, why, why, why would that be better than just going ahead and doing it? Like, what, what else are you doing at Clash of Champions? You still have to have a championship match at that point. Who else do you want to burn in the process if we're doing a long Roman Reigns? Well, like, and, unless you really want to make him a heel by him not having to defend his title because he beat up yeah his that's that's a that's a mistake i i yeah, like there, there's then, a then fine we're, line then we're doing the roman reigns yeah. the guy but we don't want him on our yeah that's a, that's a that's a tough thing that we were just talking well, no about. we're doing roman reigns as brock lesnar which i think is mm. a fine thing to do but wwe if they had the option would have brock lesnar on every paper right. every show okay that's right. fair right so here's what I would say is you can't do what you're talking about without making Jey Uso be a sympathetic baby face in the process. And if you just don't care about that, because like, you know, a month later you can just have him and his brother back together and pretend like it never happened. Like I'll hear you, but it is a, it is different than what Jey Uso has been. Jey Uso is not a sympathetic baby face. Like, no. They're they're kind of gangster, you know what I mean? Like they're and in fact and in fact it, it is it's it's even less helpful that he's not Jimmy because at least with Jimmy you could do stuff with Naomi to sort of help. And yeah, you, you can't do that with Jay. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. I, yeah, and it, and I, I don't think it's about 
him at all, though. Well, I know. Roman. I know it's well, Roman's I under- side to I, a family. I understand but in that. Order to right. help that more, you got to make the baby face credible and um, and have and sympathetic, like 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 uh, Glenn said. And, and I, I I think that just the the size difference, you're going to have Roman run him down. You're going to have Roman insult him and and really, you know. You're you're part of the family, but you know you're the runt of the litter. However you want to I, do it, and why, then beat the crap out of. Them. I understand that. I understand everything you're saying, but it it all it requires you saying you don't give a shit about Jey Uso. You you can't Which do I all of those they, things. They, they might care about the Usos. They don't care about Jey. And Uso. and that's that's the only issue I have with all of this. I think Jey Uso has earned more than that. And yeah. I and I I get what you're saying, but Jey Uso shouldn't be. Like Scott Steiner just being thrown in to be a placeholder for a little while. Jey Uso no, is a. If they don't do the thing where they take him out of the match, I they're totally going to build him up. He's going to beat real people over the next couple of weeks, and he's going to have a really good match with Roman, and then he'll drop the hand. I I do agree with you there. Like I don't think that they're just going to kill him off with no story. I think they'll do a really good job they'll even make us feel like he's going to win for a second and then they drop the hammer I, and and the only and i think that's the better thing to do i just don't know if that accomplishes the the point that we're, is is the sadistic nature of roman reigns right like i don't know if that does that um i like i well, he, like he he could cheat yeah i mean he could i don't i don't know if that's and then, and then after the match is when you do the sadistic. Okay, all right, I could see that. There, there is a way to do that. You're right. I, I just, all, the only thing I concern myself with, I like it. I do like it inherently. I just don't want to see Jey Uso be treated like he's nothing because he's a tag team performer. He's a fucking, you know, like, and this is, this is where we get caught up too, and people going on about how great like the FTR is or whatever. He's not only a, a tag team performer. He's a historically great tag team performer. Yes. And that should matter. Like, it should matter that someone is in one of the greatest tag teams of all time, which I don't think we've done enough time talking about. No offense, we can go on about how great the Revival is. The Revival has not proven to be what the Usos have been. Um, We don't like doing this because we don't like giving credit to anything WWE has done. But what was happening with the Usos and the New Day and throw in, you know, Cesaro and Sheamus for a while and other people that got involved with it, while it wasn't the totality of a division, the height of that was as good as any major promotion has had in the tag team division to the point where it was worthy of headlining pay-per-views. It was great shit. It was Hardy's, Edge and Christian, Dudley's-esque for a little while. And we yep. should recognize that, and we should treat those performers that way. They, like The Usos should matter big time. And this shouldn't just be... Well, they're in a tag team, so fuck it. You can just throw him in there and have him be a guy that we toss around for a little while and and come out of it either having gotten his ass kicked and being sympathetic, which doesn't work for his character as part of a tag team, or just not caring about him whatsoever. That, to me, is bullshit. That's not the way that you should go about doing this with Jey Uso. I have one other big concern with, with this program. Um, I, I hope everything you said, I, I hope that he gets a good match and obviously he's not winning blah right. blah right what i don't want to see and what i'm very concerned with anytime wwe does a program in the vicinity of a tag team is i do not want to see roman reigns versus both of them at hell in a cell i don't want to ever see a handicap match with a heel with 
the two guys as faces. I, I, I think that they do this all the time. Um, whenever I, I don't know why, I don't know if they, they just want to prove that the heel is unstoppable and he can beat two people, but I, I never think that's a good idea. Um, they've done it in the past, and I'm very concerned considering not just the fact that they're a tag team, but who they are in relation to Reigns. That uh, if if you tell me that then he goes through Jimmy next, I'm okay with that. I don't want him fighting them at the same time, I unless it's a triple threat match for the time. Like, I'd be okay with that. I think if if they're not two on one, but I don't want to see a two on one. I don't think I, I, I still working on the assumption that Jimmy's out probably till the rumble. So I'm not overly concerned about that. I, I would say, did did, he, did you think it's interesting that it felt like we were positioning for Seth Rollins to quickly move to Samoa Joe and then yes. it, it, We've, it didn't happen. Like, did I, I don't know what to make of Samoa Joe. I like like it, it, this might be a Christian thing where even though we didn't know it at the time, Christian was completely done. Maybe, but why did you do that? Like, if 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 you didn't think that Samoa Joe was close to returning, why did you feel the need to inject him like the way that you did? That wasn't your typical, hey, just use a broadcaster for a week to serve a purpose. Like you made him part of the story and made all of us think that that was because that was where you're positioning him to go next. And the only thing I wonder is, again, going back to the timeline that we tried to create with Roman Reigns, is it possible that you did that, then got Roman Reigns back into the picture and sort of said, ooh, Maybe after Ju, like you could keep doing the same story and move Samoa Joe over there. You do have, I think we know there's a draft coming up, right? It's, yeah. Like, wouldn't that be a logical sort of next step in having the bloodline conversation? Yeah. Okay. Well, not everybody at once. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they they're they're not related. Samoa I, I, Joe, I, 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 Samoa Joe yeah. versus a Samoan named Joe. But that's yeah, never. But say, that's wait, the point. Like, what are you just, you say they're just not... going through all the Samoans on yes, the roster? That's... Like, I, I'm a little, Aaron, I, I was a little taken aback. Part of that family. Aaron, even if they're not related, has that ever stopped WWE before from making somebody somehow connected in some sort of way? Come on, well, they man. Could, they could tell the story that because he's not part of the family, that he's like lesser. I, I don't know if I want to see Roman Reigns going through every Samoan. I mean, no, 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 but but. I think it, it could be a decent story if he's like, you're not part of the lineage, you know? You're not good it, enough, you're unworthy. We never had Roman as a heel versus Samoa Joe yeah. as a face. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind the match at all. I love the idea behind it. I just, you know, especially when you're saying that, like, he's basically throwing people out of it. That's where we're kind of assuming this is going, that, yeah, you're part of the lineage, but you're not really part of the lineage. To so then be like, oh, well, this guy's not part of the lineage, so I'm going to beat him up. Like, it, it's a weird sell to me. Uh, okay, I mean, I, I don't think it would be that. I think yeah. it would be Samoa Joe challenging him, and then him saying, "You know, Jay was, he was uh, worthy because he's part of the. It'd just be something he could say. That it doesn't have to be like Roman Reigns goes after him because of that. My and and the fact that you're pretending like like the, the, everybody knows they're not related. The notion that this is this isn't even loose. Like this is two people that have some similar backgrounds. Um, it's, uh, it, 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 we've literally put every Latin person together for the, over <laughs> yes. the course of the last six months. Like you've been watching professional wrestling for forever. You've got to figure out if you're going to have a long heel run for Roman Reigns, where are you going with that? Because I mean, like you could always just suddenly throw Daniel Bryan back in for the sake of it, but 
does anybody want that at the moment? Do we just want Roman Reigns running for Daniel Bryan? I guess that, that's Bryan? the other thing with Joe. Do you want him to come back for the first time and got you know? He's however forty-one long years old. That's the perfect. Yes, that's the perfect way to use Samoa Joe. That's literally I, the I, way that I, Samoa I, Joe I should be used. Samoa Joe to actually get some ground going, some what, traction. What, fight. That's obviously not happening. I mean, what world are we talking about? He's forty-one years old. Yeah. Where do, do you something. think he's going? Okay. Uh, yeah. If you've completely written off Joe, I just. First of all, I mean, if he's healthy, I want to see him. But that that's the... I, I want to see him, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would allow him to do something relevant while acknowledging the fact that I don't think there's a chance in hell that WWE is going to make long-term plans for Samoa Joe. I mean, I'd love that if that were the case, but what effing world do we <laughs> have a thought that that's going to occur? Fair enough. I mean, like, come on, man. Like enough, I'm gonna, you're not wrong. I'm gonna do the Mike Francesa thing. Use your noodle. Like <laughs> I, I, I think there are a couple of things we need to talk about before we have to go. Yeah, we um, haven't even gotten NXT. We gotta cut. We gotta do NXT. Yeah. We really need to do NXT. Well, well, wait. We got the we got the uh, Sha- Sasha Bank beat Banks beat down. It was great. Yeah, I mean, I, it was <laughs> way better than I could have ever anticipated it being. I I still think the timing is a little awkward, but like. You know, it, we all knew it, we were getting. It, I mean, the, quest, the question is, if she goes away, if she does the COVID six week vacation or whatever everybody's been doing, it's perfect timing. Yeah, and then she's either back for or you go longer, okay. and then she wins the rumble and chases Bailey. I I think what you could do is you could have her be out through Survivor Series. Bailey faces whoever the Raw champion is. And then that's when she comes back. I mean, I'm I'm feel for, fearful of that for two reasons. I mean, I'm fearful. I just would say I, I don't expect that for two reasons. One being, like, literally Drew McIntyre was dead two weeks ago, and, you know, now he's the baddest man on the face of the planet. Yeah, so, true. like, I just don't think that there's a precedent that says... And then the other being that, like, they have been so tight about who they're willing to, like, actually put into the, the, the main event picture as far as women go that... It requires you to believe that when they have so few to begin with, they're going to let one just walk away for no reason for a couple of months. Um, Unless uh, Charlotte is coming back. Now, that, that would that would certainly play a role in that. If they knew that yeah. Charlotte was coming back, 100%, it would make that more likely if that were the But what case. do you mean? She's on Raw. You can't do that. That's a great point. You just can't do <laughs> also, that. Also, also, I know we want to talk about NXT, but we did not talk at all about the fact that Sami Zayn came back last week. Um. Okay. <laughs> like, What do you want to say? Sammy's great. Yeah, we love Sammy. I just don't know what there is to say yet. I mean, we're gonna get Sammy Zayn versus Jeff versus AJ Styles. It feels like, which is gonna be wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I, the high fives. Like, I'm, I'm with you on that. Well, you know, we never talk about anything good, so oh, okay, that's a right. good thing. All right, fair um, um, there you go. I, I thought he was great the last two weeks on the show, and um, looking forward to that. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm with you. I like Sammy Zayn, man. I, <laughs> NXT. Good. Um, you know, this, this was as, from where they were, this is what they needed to do. Um, you know, Finn needed to win. And we talked about that last week. I'm, I don't know what to make of it. Like, it feels like if you're going to do the Adam Cole thing, you needed to do, a a, a, a blow up at some point. Um, it's starting to feel like the undisputed era might also just sort of disappear at some, like they just kind of don't seem to care all that much at the moment. Well, then they beat someone down. They, well, they had a match last oh, Wednesday. Oh, they cheated to win. Yeah, and so like, yeah. that's that. That's the planting of the seeds. Then, so a, Adam Cole didn't have I, anybody I'm, interfere. Right, I'm but talking they about did, like. And so that's what they're gonna go with going forward. Is that uh, Adam Cole needs them to to win 
That, that's that. That's well, if, what if, that felt like. But again, at some point, it requires you have a big, prolonged program fighting for the 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 heart of Undisputed Era or Undisputed Era outgrowing Adam Cole or whatever you want it to be. That that program has sort of been required for some time. And so either you're digging your heels back in for a few more months of Adam Cole and not moving him up, and this being, like, we've got to get through this, or you're rushing it because you want to get him up. Um, and I don't know which one is, at this point, the better scenario. Um, it, it, it feels like you just, in, in dragging this out, you might have dragged it out a little too long, is what it feels like to me. And that goes back to the abomination that was having him do the fucking Pat McAfee thing. Um, the, the, you didn't need Pat McAfee for Adam Cole to become a face. We all love Adam Cole. We've literally chanted his name for forever. You could have done anything to make Adam Cole a face, but what we needed was a really great prolonged storyline about Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era either that ends the Undisputed Era altogether or gives them a different direction with someone else involved. And now in order to do that, like you're picking up the pieces in September, it, it, is that something that you do for one month and it's over? I don't love that. I want that to be a prolonged thing that you did for a long time that if you had started in the summer, you could have been wrapping up now to be moving on with Adam Cole to wherever he's going to head if he's going to head to the main roster. I'm looking at the takeover schedule now. Um... December there's the there's one next month to take over next month and then one December 6th which I assume that's normally the war games spot or you know around there so maybe you say okay you can draw this out to December 6th and then you have Adam Cole come up around rumble season and that's yeah, like that's... I, I think it has to be war games right that's that's where you have to do this because I think that that they've always sort of owned war games or it's been their thing but how do you do that in this storyline? Like yeah. you would have Adam Cole with random people against the three yeah, other I mean, members. I don't, of, I don't no, know. that's where they beat him up. But but then oh you no just, no, I think you have to wrap it up. Right. That's that. what I what I'm saying is if if you do that, then don't you immediately need to have him like go after whoever you know? Like you can't. I don't think you can just call him up right then. Um, and, and that's I think why you do something in October and then you wrap it up by War Games. And and I'd be fine with that, but I don't know what that look. I, I guess I would say I kind of don't like this story being dragged into war games, right? Like it feels, I mean the pay-per-view, I don't think you need to have it be a war. Okay, fine. Okay. I'll agree with that. I, whatever it is, whether it's Adam Cole versus Roddy or Adam Cole versus someone else that they want to have be a part of the undisputed era, whatever. Right. Cause the other problem is it would turn into undisputed versus super friends. Correct. And I don't be Adam Cole and his two new buddies for no reason. Exactly. I don't need that. I just don't need that in any world, but I do need a big blow off undisputed era feud and and that timeline does I, it doesn't it's not there's nothing wrong with that timeline, Aaron. It just means you got to wait three more months before you're talking about Adam, Adam Cole in the main roster. And it feels like we've been waiting months for Adam Cole in the main roster already, right? Like I I, th- I suspect because of that, that I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I suspect we don't see him till the Rumble in the on the main roster. I, and, and, well, or the dra- well, there is that draft. And I that's and that's the and that's draft. the part. And that, they like, made a point to say that NXT will be involved in an unprecedented way. 
it, it feels like you've already put a couple of people in retribution. So, so what, what now? Like, what else could you take from NXT? Well, the only person that it feels no, like I think now, they're going to give more to NXT. And I, I, think, I, I think that okay, I don't doubt that that's true. People that are going to go there. I don't doubt that that's true either. I guess what I would say is I still think it requires somebody from NXT moving up, and like who else from NXT? I guess you can make an argument for Rhea, right? Like you make an argument that oh, Rhea, you have you have to yeah. pull the trigger right. on Rhea at this point. But on the uh, men uh, on the men's side, who, it's Adam. Cole. Well, Gargano, uh, but, Tommaso but, Ciampa. But then you ju- again, you can do that. But then you just basically said, well, we that if if that was ultimately what you were going to do, then why didn't you just call up Gargano after the Ciampa feud? Well, he because didn't, uh, again, he didn't do shit for six months. He hasn't done anything. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I think that. NXT is going to be affected much more by this draft than they used to be. I think that you're going to see a lot of people go down to replace them. And I think that's probably why we've been on idle with that situation. But you could do that. You don't need the draft to do that. Like, we're, we're, we like it. No, but if you keep changing people before the draft, what's the fucking point of the draft? draft. Before the draft, when you could just walk onto the other show, anyways. No, no, no. no. But here's the thing. But you're you're having a draft. Right, you're doing it. I get what you're saying. Doing a draft, you can't fucking change people before the draft. But what I would also say is, like, it it causes a bigger problem. Then you just wasted six months of Johnny Gargano for no reason at all. For no purpose. Well, other than other than the real life reasons, which are that apparently he's helping with producing things and stuff like that. I, all that's 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 all fine and well, but at some point, then but you it's say, it's it's extra absurd in these times, considering they're all in the same city anyway. They're all in the right. same city, well, and, and, and he's not at the spot where he should be going to a full time producer. Right. He's well, he's, he's not a full time producer. Well, he's, I. A part-time that's the whole point. And if that, that like, if that part he wrestles, of it, and sometimes he does that. And if the real life part matters, then why call him up now? Like, just let him be that guy and be an NXT guy for forever, right? Like, I, the whole which, thing, which, is, which, which which could be the case. I mean, that that very but it, well. But could it be goes the case. back like, to why he it, said it before. They could just be there forever. It it feels like you you have two competing things, and this is my biggest. Pro- it feels like Adam Cole is done and ready, has been ready for some time. Let's just go ahead and do it. And that's conflicted by, but it also feels as though you've needed to have, you've needed to tell a story here that you haven't. And that shouldn't be a short, short term story. So either you're doing one and abandoning the other or doing the other and abandoning the first. Like you, I don't think there's a way of doing this perfectly at this point. And that to me goes back to why it was so offensive they did the Pat McAfee thing because it feels like in a perfect world you would have spent your summer telling that story and then Adam Cole goes now and everything is tied up nicely. Yeah. I mean, the Pat McAfee thing is unforgivable still. <laughs> it's, I, I, I can't escape it. I can't escape having this feeling of the draft to be the perfect time that Adam Cole goes up and you would have already tied up Undisputed Era and now... You're, you're, if you if you send them up, what the fuck is Undisputed Era at this point? Like, Unless Undisputed Era goes with them and they do it there. Okay, I could listen to that. All right. I mean, I could listen to that. That that would be. You send right. up. I'm not saying this is a great idea, but you could send up Undisputed Era as a whole, and then within a couple of weeks, it's revealed that all of them are in retribution except for Adam Cole. No. No, no, I don't no, like no, that either. No, no, I mean, no, I guess no, the other. No. You're kidding me. No. Yeah, and and God, you know what? No. Yeah. Oh my God. And you know what, Aaron? I'm actually. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm going to take back what I said about because you know what's going to happen if you do it up there. It's the seventh thing on pay backlash. Like it's yeah. so unimportant at that point that like 
No, I take it back. You need it to do. To happen it has NXT. to happen in NXT, 100. percent All right, quickly. Anything else? Let's try to do it within two minutes. Oh, Rhea, so I had a I had a thought watching this uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, McKenzie. Uh, God, what's her? Name? I keep wanting to say Martinez. Yes, I keep wanting to say Melanie Martinez because that's a singer. Um, that match was awesome, and I and watching it made me realize how much I miss. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but how much I miss Charlotte Flair being part of. Um, the the main women's matches because these women wrestle like the men, like period. It feels like you're watching wrestling with no borders, uh, with no handcuffs, with no anything. These women beat the shit out of each other, and it was extremely physical. They were throwing each other around. Like I loved that match. Um, it was good. I mean, I I'm a, I'm I'm with you. It was it was really good. Um, it's, it's like I feel like we've been seeing a lot of technical women's wrestling, which is great um, on Raw and SmackDown, but we've missed that like big athletic bodies. That it's like what we got when Ronda was there, and I really I miss seeing those matches too, um, where people were just fucking beating the shit out of each other and throwing each other around, and uh, I was just like, wow, like I can't believe you know it, it just like woke me up to be like we have not seen a match like that in a while. Okay. I'm, I mean, I, I I didn't think that much about it, so I don't really have like too much to say in response. But I I, I thought it was great. I did think it was really good, and I, I thought it was cool that it ended up being the main event. Like I don't love the Robert Stone stuff. Yeah, it like, doesn't I'm, do anything uh, for me, right? But it's a big nothing to me. But these two performers yeah, in a cage, they were great. awesome. Yep, and it and it was it, it felt big, and it felt like it was worthy. Yeah. Uh, by yeah. the way, I did I did not I, I I tried to check to see what was on USA Network on Wednesday night because it obviously wasn't hockey. Um, it was I, like I unfortunately I got there right after ten and it was the start of GI Joe Retribution, <laughs> so I don't know what they aired between eight o'clock and ten o'clock. But like, I, it is really interesting to me, also, and this is the nerdy part of me that cares about these things, that the USA didn't have hockey, but yet wouldn't they wouldn't move the NXT back to Wednesday night, which is weird, right? Because it's going to be on Wednesday night next week. TNT had previously announced that next week's Dynamite was going to be on Thursday night. And at the end of this week's show, they suddenly said... We don't know. You know, we actually don't know if that's going to be the case or not. No, but this was the week that they were going to do one hour, right? Wasn't that originally they said they were going to do like one hour? show and then, yeah. Um, and now I just saw but again, reports they're, about they're, two they're shows. Doing the shows. They're, they're doing flex schedule. Right, which, w, which USA didn't do... And WWE didn't do like they didn't need. But, but, but let me let me ask you this: Was there any even sliver of a possibility they would have to air hockey? No, not not mistake? not as of like uh, like a as of as of before we recorded last week. We knew there would be no hockey ne- on that the previous Wednesday, so they had at least a week's notice. But didn't you say it was like in case of overtime or that something? Was, that was the previous week. The previous okay. week oh, they okay. did so that. This week was just complete bullshit. Yes, this week there was no hockey. What's there was only one game on. And it was on NBC Sports Network. There was no conflict whatsoever. The the only thing I was going to say, now that, that sort of eradicates this point, but the one thing I was going to say is if I were WWE, I would not want to do what AEW did. I would want to say our show is on at this time whenever. I would not want to say we don't fucking know when our show is going to be on, so watch Twitter to find I, out. And, and like I, I do think there's 
value in that. However, if you're saying that there was no chance anything could have preempted it at all, then it's puzzling. Yes, it's it's puzzling, but it goes in it's it's combined with some rumors that we've heard that they're thinking about a permanent move to Tuesday night and also makes you wonder if AEW's thinking about that and saying we need to if we have any opportunity at all have our show on Wednesday night because we want to solidify as us being the Wednesday night show. It's just interesting in comparison. We see we will see like I, I thought there was half a chance that after they did this that WWE would immediately like announce, by the way, it's just Tuesdays moving forward. That's what's gonna be. Interesting that Jericho maybe picked up on some of that and like, you know, made some comments about how they're getting their ass kicked and they should move to Tuesday night and like how all of this is interesting to me because if they move to Tuesday night, which might be the smartest thing for them, there is no doubt that AEW will declare that they have won. Like, there is no debate whatsoever that in the public sphere, that will go down as AEW having defeated them. Correct. And that's a tricky thing. Like, that's a really tricky thing for them to be doing. But they had the chance to be on Wednesday night this week, and they didn't do it. Neither. I, I- it, it, but they're on this week on Wednesday. Next night. week they are scheduled to be on Wednesday night again. Yes, correct. So and and take or sorry, takeover. Dynamite is maybe we don't know. But then the next week they are on Thursday. I think for two weeks. Um, they're yeah, definitely because, on because, Thursday next. Like not this coming week, but the week after they've already advertised. But that's Thursday that's when night. you're into the NBA conference finals. So yes, yes. that makes sense. So, so to me, I mean, it's it's just like, like such an eye roll. Like, just air your show on Thursday. Like, I I don't understand the check Twitter for our fuck when the fucking show is going to be. I, I, I just don't I, get. That. I just wonder if it's about like this this like they yeah. feel like they're in the fight for the soul of Wednesday night now, right? Like this is and this is the cool part about competition. I don't disagree with you. Like the the, the idea that we're mm, yeah, I take I take that back. I don't know. I don't know what the correct answer is. I really don't know what the correct answer is. All right. But I do think it's it's we don't want NXT to get another eight hundred fifty thousand on Wednesday. Correct. It's important to us that we fight against that if possible. That's that's the sense. And, right. and by the way, I, like let's say that they make that decision and AEW can say they won. Like there might be a bunch of people in a room that says, let them say they won. It's actually better for our for the network if we air this on a different day. And and that's and we what just USA, have to swallow I think that it, loss. Yeah, I think this is USA driven to Tuesday. I really do. I mean, by the way, it's so fucking stupid that either one of these shows want to be on as the same time as the other one. I think that they both benefit from being on their own night. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that. Um it certainly is better on me when they're on different nights. Right. Oh, it's definitely it. better. And I'll it's, say that. And obviously <laughs> Thursday night's not. And part of the problem is that, the, and also that I should say about the, the decision that TNT has to make next week is it's not ideal for them to go up against the NFL either, right? So if they have oh, any, if they have any chance right. to not be on Thursday night, they don't want to be on Thursday night because they don't want to be up against the NFL. Um, yeah. and, and that's part of the story as well. But it's interesting. That's all. It's just interesting. All right. Anybody want to plug something? Uh, Aaron, the show, go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, always tune in on VEASAN. VEASAN, you can listen on SiriusXM 204. If you are in the Maryland area, you have Comcast Xfinity. Just say VEASAN into your uh, voice remote app. It'll pop up, and uh, there's a number of ways to do it, including subscription service online. So uh, check it out, VEASAN.com. Very good. Uh, Brandon, are you anywhere closer to plugging something? or? <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, pal. Tr- trust me, it hurts me too. Not as much as it hurts you, but it does hurt me too. I promise you that I want to be back at that point at some point. I'm hoping that um, I've heard some rumblings that perhaps one of the local indies might be finally working on something. 
Um, I've heard that too. I've heard yep. some rumblings. I've heard something similar. I've heard some rumblings about that. So I hope that proves to be the case because I do get jealous when I see other indies around the country making things work somehow and like seemingly doing it in responsible ways. I'm like, mm, okay, I'd like to do that here. Just like to do that here too. All right, uh, at Brandon Linton, at uh, the Aoster, at AJ Francis four one zero. That's how you follow us, and I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. Of course, GlennClarkRadio.com. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 Vent, vent, vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out.